Welcome to Screen Vomit, your fave movie podcast. I am Kayla, here with my co-host, Kali Bates. Hello! <laughs> Kali Bates classically asked me to call him Kali J, and I refuse. <laughs> I ask one thing, and they're just like, no. <laughs> We're, this is Screen Vomit Live on Ice. Yeah, Screen Vomit Live on Ice as we are recording in person with each other. Don't tell. I don't like this. (laughs) I'm used to not looking at you when I talk. (laughs) It's okay. We can still stare off into the distance. Should we look (laughs) at each other? No. Okay. That's weird. Colin had scooted his chair to be facing me in the eyes. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we're strange uh, today. We're getting weird. Nothing's new here, I guess. Nope, nothing new at all. Just having someone look at me when I... Oh, man, you get to see all the, like, shiftings and... You get to hear. It's, uh, It's like when I was in the closet. It was just, you know... All the yeah. moves. You just get to see him live on TBT ice now. being in the closet. Oh, the closet. <laughs> yeah, we're recording in a sunroom. I got boards. I'm looking at a cardinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. I got nothing else. <laughs> I realized how much that sucked. <laughs> um. Yeah, we've classically only done one other episode face to face, and that was Gemini Man. Yeah, that was, and it was also weird because we had to record every. Because we were doing it on my phone because <laughs> yeah. Lindsay took her computer, so we had to stop recording every, like, 20 minutes. I think it was even, I think it was, like, every eight minutes or something. Every eight minutes we had to restart a recording. <laughs> yeah, th- this is... Gonna be better, hopefully. <laughs> Gemini Man was a great episode. Yeah, though. it was. Well, I just, I don't hate this movie today either. No, I don't. What movie do we see? The movie that we saw, <laughs> good segue, um, was Horse Girl, the... Uh, when did this come out? I actually didn't write it down. 2019? Right is that Was it last year? I mean, let me... I, I've got the Wikipedia right here. 2020. 2020. So this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we picked Horse Girl, and I'm so excited to talk about this movie. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess let's run through the old cast real fast. Um, so first of all, directed by Jeff Baina. What has he done? Who, um, he also co-wrote this, but he directed Little Hours, which we covered on the pod. Oh, okay. He, he, I think, yeah, wrote and directed Little Hours, wrote and directed the movie Joshi, and he also wrote on I Heart Huckabees, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've never seen I Heart Huckabees. Oh my Huckabees. god, you have to watch it, it's so good. What, give me a quick <laughs> rundown, because like, I've, li- I've only never seen it because of it's the got, title. It's got Mark Wahlberg, it's got Lily Tomlin, it's got, um... Who's the guy that does uh, did drag in the eighties for that one movie? The dragon. Oh, oh, fucking uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Um, and it's got a. Uh, uh, oh my god, I'm having such a Jason Schwartzman. Love him. Oh, okay, okay. And it's kind of like a existentialist movie. It's like you okay. Know, it's really good. You should just watch it. And it's, it's really good. all about loving Mike Huckabee. Nothing about that, no. <laughs> I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> ah, you should watch it. It's a great film. Okay. Anyway, so he wrote on that, and I love that movie. Um, so yeah, so he's done some other stuff that's cool. Um, so we're starring Allison Brie, who also co-wrote this movie with that rules. with the uh, director. And, uh, you know, Allison Brie, we know she was in Little Hours, which we did. She's in Glow. She's in Community. Mm-hmm. We have Molly Shannon, 
who was in Wild Nights with Emily that we did, and also in Little Hours. Oh, yeah. Um, in you know, famously from SNL. <laughs> yeah. Superstar. <laughs> yeah, etc. And let's see, we have Matthew Gray Goobler, who is from Criminal Minds. I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> I think he's so smarmy looking. <laughs> he's funny. He's in this? Yeah. He he's in the like fake TV show. Oh, and then that's he has right. one scene like act- in the actual real. That's part of right. That's right. Um, we also in the fake TV show have Robin Tunnel from The Craft, and we have Dylan Jalula who was in Her Smell, which we covered on the pod. Okay, she yeah, was yeah, in yeah. like the other band that like stand uh, Becky something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's pretty much. It. Oh, we have a little small part from uh, Lauren Weedman who was also in Little Hours. So, Oh, her. Okay, yeah, yeah the wife. The weed man. Weed um, man. So, so, yeah, we have basically a you know, revival of the cast of Little Hours in this movie and director and writer. I mean, that makes, <laughs> it makes sense. This movie does have... It doesn't. Never mind. It doesn't have Little Hours energy. Not at all, I would say. No, it really doesn't. So for cricket scores on this bad boy, Mm -hmm. we are looking at, from Rotten Tomatoes, we got a 71. Mm -hmm. Uh, From, this is just a, this is just a, uh, Metacritic, we got 61. Mm -hmm. And then Google users, our wildcard, we got 52. So just like a slope down. And I Um, would say, I disagree. There, here's my thing with this movie, is I, for some reason, I am able to understand that this is like a sub this movie is subject to the viewer mm-hmm. and it totally depends on like who the because if i showed this to like my mom like normies mm-hmm. not really normies would hate not really <laughs> would like this movie gotta be a freaky boy. you gotta be a little freak because like there is a this is a weird <laughs> like this is a weird movie this is one of those movies where i have to constantly say to myself like trust the movie. Yeah. Like, I'm going to trust this movie that it's going to have a complete ending and whether or not everything is explained, I have to, ex- like, accept that it is going to, you know... Yeah. I'm just going to trust it, you know? Yeah. Um, we should... Uh, let's watch the trailer. Yeah, 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 So yeah. then we can get into it. Happy birthday. <laughs> so what are you going to do tonight to celebrate? I think probably I'll just go out with some friends from my Zumba class. You deserve to have fun. How have you been? I've been good. I've been going by to see mom and going to see my horse. Hey, Sarah. Hey. Brian's new roommate is single. Hi. Uh, I'm Darren. I really like your dress. like your shirt. There's something so exciting about you. You're a lot of fun. You deserve to have fun. You're a... Oh. Are you okay? I don't know. And what is it that you're experiencing? I've been having a little trouble sleeping. Finding myself places and I don't know how I got there. You have nothing to be afraid of. Do you believe in alien abductions? People always said that my grandma was so crazy. Now I think that she wasn't crazy at all because I'm feeling it. Sarah, 
Do you know what happened to the wall? Those scratches? How old was Grandma when she started acting like... Why? Are, are you... sounds crazy okay i know it sounds really crazy but it just feels really real so i would say for a movie called horse girl this movie has almost nothing to do with horses no not <laughs> and really. the horse plot line is almost irrelevant I would it, say. it is <laughs> i was uh, upon watching this i remember being a little disappointed because I think the horse girl aesthetic is so funny. It's such an aesthetic, yeah. And like, I you know, it's so specific yeah. and almost tangible. Yeah. And how little they use that aesthetic yeah. is, I was just like, well, okay. Yeah. I'm glad it's something else. <laughs> yeah. I was glad that there was something else going on because I was disappointed at the lack of horse girl in it. I want to read um, the... The only thing I knew about the movie was, like, people had told me that I should watch it, and yeah. then this tiny synopsis, so I want to read this. Go for it. Um, a socially awkward woman with a fondness for arts and crafts, horses, and supernatural crime shows... Oh, supernatural crime Fine shows. shows. <laughs> yeah. Finds her increasingly lucid dreams tickling, trickling into her waking life. I also cannot read. It's I okay. Am... <laughs> What's the word? Illiterate. I am illiterate. <laughs> um, I also don't know words, so Colin's here to help me out today. <laughs> I'm not reading the same thing you're reading, though. <laughs> and yet you're still helping. But so I just, that's all I knew yeah. about this movie at all. So I feel like the title is almost a little deceiving. It uh, definitely is. And it's deceiving in the best way because it drew yeah. us in. in. It does lure you in because <laughs> everyone who's like, oh, fuck yeah, horse girls. I, I would love a movie about horse girls. <laughs> I listened to an interview with the cast. The interview was from Kevin Smith. And, okay. And he did not know what a horse girl was. Had never that heard of it. <laughs> makes sense. If you look at Kevin Smith, motherfuckers from New Jersey, <laughs> and then he immediately like went to Hollywood, there's no way he ever encountered yeah. a horse girl. Yeah. It's a very... Well, I feel like there are horse girls all over because horses are like, you know, you got horses and like horses, horses and like up in New York. There's horses in, there's horses all over yeah. America, and so like horse girls, where there are horses are people too. Where, where there are horses, there are horse girls. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I don't know. I guess people may not know what a horse girl is. Oh god, do we have to explain horse girl? Very horse girl briefly. is a very specific vibe. Yeah. Uh, they love horses. Mm -hmm. They typically, I will say, have long hair. Yeah. They break that trope in this movie, which I remember being like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Because right. Alison Brie's got like shoulder length hair. Yeah. Um, They're more like homely in general. Very, very homely. Denim dresses. <laughs> Denim dresses much? Yeah. <laughs> And guess what? The only thing I like is horses. They're obsessed with horses. It's always like 
They don't just think like, wow, if I think about a horse, that's neat. They're like, no, horses are my whole life. I'm going to draw horses in my notebook yep. all day. I'm going to talk about my horse. I'm like, can't wait to get out of school so I can go brush my horse or like whatever you do with a horse. When <laughs> I was in grade school, there was a girl who, um, it, the like main activity at recess was boys chase girls and then girls chase boys. Sorry, we were so gender. Sorry. Very hetero. We were buying into the gender binary hard. Um, But there was one girl who, when being chased and chasing, made horse noises. Interesting. (laughs) Everyone else was just like, ha 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 ha, gotcha. And she was just like, and then like, because horses are fast, I guess. That's incredible. Also, speaking of that, do you know, like, when I was trying to do research for this movie, um, just Googling horse girl, like, <laughs> like half, well, maybe even, like, three quarters of everything that came up was that girl who was, like, um, internet famous recently for, for running around like a horse, like, running um, around on all fours and, like, jumping over Literally stuff. the second image, <laughs> op-ed, I'm a recovering horse girl. <laughs> I'm a horse girl now. <laughs> dating a horse girl. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. so, yeah. So, like we're saying, like, this movie has almost nothing to do with no. the horse. The horse plot even could have been entirely cut out of this, and it still would have been a perfectly tangible movie. Totally like, coherent. And um, I got to say, I loved this movie. But it I, was great. Yeah. I feel like this movie is almost, like, specifically tailored for me. <laughs> it very much is. Like, no, this is a this is a screen vomit. I can't believe I saw this months ago and didn't think to tell you about it. Yeah, like that's I saw rude, it was like honestly. Pre-core, I think. A bad friend, I would say. <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, no, this totally fits this pod. Mm, yeah. Um, I'd say, I think, weird. like, specifically me. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know. The thing is, there wasn't enough queer content that's true that for is it to true. be tailored to you but before she met the one guy she was not concerned with dating at all so who knows just like a horse girl <laughs> they did do an incredible job i just really noticed this in the trailer you know what allison brie looks like yeah gorgeous yeah just like really gorgeous mm-hmm. and they make her look as about homely. as homely as they can get yeah as they could do with her She's got curly brown hair. She's got blue eyes. She's got bags under her eyes. Me. Okay. (laughs) You don't have the bags though. You got good. You don't have have any eye bags. I have pink hair right now, but naturally I have curly brown hair. You you are curly. I forgot about that. Very curly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I was a toddler, people called me Curly Sue. (laughs) You won't remember who that was, but 80s kids remember who remember. (laughs) Ew, 80s kids seen GTFO. (laughs) 90s or die. I think Curly Sue might have even been earlier than 80s. Ooh, <laughs> 70s like kids can, 60s kids can die. <laughs> or like Shirley Temple. People call me Shirley Temple. That, you know, I was very cute and That's curly. such a stretch. You think there'd be more than one Curly. They're like, oh, Shirley the Temple. The thing about Curly hair is nobody was allowed to have it. <laughs> and still, like, isn't really. Like, as far as, like, pe- public figures, celebs and stuff go, everybody straightens their hair. When I was growing up, there was, like, nobody with curly hair. Nobody you talking hair. curly hair pride? Yeah, I'm talking curly hair pride. You know who... I had to come out of the closet as a curly-haired person. <laughs> you know who... Okay. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, at least 
women, I cannot think of any. Mm-hmm. I can think of a good... There's like Felicity, maybe, but there's even she has like men. a particular type of curly hair. There's a lot of men because there's a good amount of Jewish people in But Hollywood. also men are allowed to look how they want. And exactly. So I'm thinking of like Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. who... Wait, Jeff Goldblum has curly hair? Think um, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Think Jurassic Park. And like uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, Howard Stern. Freaking Jonah Hill. Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park was more like a wavy. Oh, it's like, more wavy. Okay. But either way, like, if you watch older movies, if you go back, like, 80s movies. Oh, totally. 70s, like, people were allowed to have what their, whatever their hair was. Like, and they're just not really. Yeah. Or it's coming more back now. But totally. for a long time, it was like, no, your hair has to be, first of all, silky smooth. It has to be straight as... Ice, or you're allowed to have like a very manicured like beach wave yeah. now, like that you have to like get from a salon. That's still how it is. Literally, ever I'm scrolling through an article called "Celebrities with Curly Hair Rarely Show Their Curls," and mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, Cardi B and all of these, t- Carrie Washington, all of these actresses of color mm-hmm. who, uh, fucking, of course they don't show their curls because mm-hmm. it's Hollywood, baby. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's white supremacy. And most curly hair, curly haired people like have like frizz. Like it's not those perfect like ringlets. No. Like so, if you have frizz, that. that's like considered bad. So me growing up had frizzy as fuck hair, <laughs> frizzy curly hair, and was like, I'm a disaster. Nobody's like me. And like, cut to like a cheerleader in eighth grade being like, um, have you ever tried Pantene Pro V? Yeah, it um, makes your hair smooth. Um, no, dude, my hair is just curly and frizzy. It doesn't really matter what happens, you know? <laughs> That's why so. it rules growing up. Yeah, love white it. White male with straight brown hair. I had idols everywhere. Yeah. I could choose whoever <laughs> I wanted. I was just like, I'm ugly until I was like 27 and learned how to fuck with curly hair. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Okay. Well, how did we even get here? I have no idea. Because Brie, curly hair. Um, I would say also, as far as Alison Brie goes, I don't always love her. Agreed. But I loved her in this movie. This was a big thing for me. Because yeah. I, the last thing I watched with her was maybe Glow, which I did mm-hmm. not care for. Really? And I was like, because I th- I, before that it was like Community, mm-hmm. um, which like, I like her character in Community enough. Um but I was starting to feel like, I think her personal image was kind of starting to fuck with my mm. perception of her. Because you hate her personal image. Because I, I do she's too. A little obnoxious. <laughs> I do too. Her and Dave Franco. I'm just like I don't. I care. hope she's not listening to this. I don't want to be rude. She, no, no, no. She's way too fucking like self-absorbed to listen to this. Yeah, she's um, pretty self-absorbed seeming, and also really like fake. Totally. And that, like, I can't. I just yeah. hate people. So this was huge, because going in, I was like, ugh, an Alison Brie movie. Mm-hmm. But credit where credit is due, she puts in an incredible performance in mm-hmm. this. She is truly, like, she becomes, what's this character's name? Sarah? I have no idea. Sarah, it is. Did not write it down one time. <laughs> Sarah, very horse girl name. Yeah. Um... She does a great portrayal of this really awkward, you feel bad. It's like, Mm -hmm. they do a good job of making you feel bad for this girl Mm -hmm. um, who just lives an aggressively normal existence. Yeah. 
Yeah, she is, like, very boring. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, works at, like, Joanne Fabrics, but what do they call it in here? Great Lengths. Great, I But like it's it. funny because it it is Joanne Fabrics, and her co-worker, Molly Shannon's name is Joan, so it looks like it, Joanne. It adds up, yeah. <laughs> you know, Great Lengths, I get it. I get it. Because they're going to have Great Lengths of fabric. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Also should say that um, all the dialogue in this movie was improvised. Cool. This felt very mumblecore. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of like the director's thing is that he loves to have improvised dialogue. So I listened to some interviews with them and he okay. says it's like because he wants the dialogue to seem like how you would talk in real life or okay. whatever. So that's why he makes it all improvised. But one could argue... If you're a good writer, you write like how people talk. Agree, agree. So, like, so uh, personally, I feel like that's kind of a lazy way out. And also, like, I mean, when you write things, then you like have the chance to like hone, and that's when mm-hmm. you get like movies with really like quotable, like you know, deep lines sometimes or stuff like that. Like, you're not gonna get that on an improv, uh, you know disagree okay because i <laughs> get back to this but i just watched fucking uh spinal tap okay and that's all improvised yeah well that's different it is different that's way different it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're never you, spinal tap will never happen again no no you, you no can't way. it is it is possible you can't do it though mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. no but this is like also the producers the duplass brothers jay and mark they love they do all of that kind of stuff for their movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, you just write the story mm-hmm. and then have the actors improvise it. Which is, it's nice. I, I like it. Um, and it, it does give it, especially for this movie, it works really well. Because they are completely juxtaposing, like, almost the perp- the crux of the movie is like, what if a really normal person had crazy stuff going on? <laughs> and, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, what if we made the dialogue so normal? Mm-hmm. And it is. The dialogue is very much yeah. just like listening to your friends talk with stutters and start overs and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think it serves the movie well. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, this chick... Yeah, basically her day-to-day is she works at Joanne Fabrics, uh, a.k.a. Great Lengths. She yeah. comes home and watches a crime Supernatural. show. Supernatural. Yes. Is what, do you remember what it was called? Uh, oh, it's called Purgatory. Yeah, it's Supernatural. It's like a, yeah, basically like an X-Files type of deal, mm-hmm. sort of, but it has the guy from Criminal Minds in it, and she's obsessed with the show. That's pretty much her day-to-day. She goes to work, she, comes home, and watches the show. She is... Oh, and she goes to visit her horse every once in a while that's, like, not her horse anymore. It's weird. The horse yeah. thing is weird, yeah. They, like, I appreciate it because it does serve her character well. So, basically, the horse thing is, like, she's going to these stables to visit this horse, but it's very... The, the owners are, like, uh, well, someone else is coming to ride her today. Yeah. And I don't think it's her horse. I think it's it like... It is not anymore. It used to be her horse, yep. and then she sold it or something, but she still comes to, like, look at it every day. Yeah, and they're, like, nice enough to let her, like, comb it and give it bows in its hair. Um, that they immediately take out later. Yeah, but they're very, like, please stop coming. We're not yeah. mean enough to actually explicitly tell you to stop coming. Yeah. Um, and it just contributes to her character in the sense that, like, she is weird. 
That's yeah. it. Like she, she, <laughs> she. Uh, She's a little weird. Yeah, that's all. I mean, I, I think their intention, and in the Wikipedia, there they talks. Uh, they use the terms mental illness a lot, mm-hmm. and it's not defined. The, the movie leaves it up to you. They never explicitly tell you. I think they kind of get well. There. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but like. It's to contribute to that, to show that she has attachment issues. That's what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. She has attachment issues. And she, that's also shown by her visiting her mom's grave, which I don't think is actually attachment issues. You can visit your mom's grave as much as you want. Yeah. Um, But I think the horse thing. Also, her mom just died. It's like not weird. (laughs) Not weird at all. Yeah. But going to the horse over and over does serve to be like uh, a normal person would have gotten the gist by now to stop showing up. Yeah. Um, otherwise, no, it doesn't serve. Because much. she just hangs around and like bees weird and like is um, like micromanaging the girl who has her horse now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know when you ride like this, like it's not good for the horse or like whatever. Just attachment issues. Yeah. Totally. So basically, she starts having crazy dreams that are very vivid, like night terrors almost, and yeah. um, like sleepwalking. Yeah. Okay, so this is how it's also tailor-made for me. Do you sleepwalk? (laughs) I've sleptwalked before, but I do mainly just in the dream sense. Like, me and Colin have been talking about this today because, uh, you know, behind the scenes, I stayed at Colin's house last night and I had about 35 dreams and have been telling Colin about them all day. I don't care. (laughs) Colin can give a shit. I just want to drink my coffee. (laughs) But I've always been a person who has, like, really intense dreams that feel like real life that I almost can't discern from reality a lot of the times and uh that's what's happening to this person in the movie and totally let's see I I mean I've done a lot of weird shit in my sleep besides sleepwalk but I remember one time I was a kid we had I I don't I might have been in like third grade or something Mm -hmm. and we had just gotten a new thing of hand soap for the bathroom I just knew that we had just gotten a brand new one and um you know, I go to sleep, I wake up in the morning, the hand soap's gone. It's, like, empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, Mom, what happened to all this soap? Like, we had a full thing of soup, soap the other day. And soup. she was like, uh, oh, yeah, I came in the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you were in here, like, drinking it and, like, putting it all over your body. And she did not stop me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, so that was one time that I slept like. Uh, but I have also, like, when I was a kid, also, you know, you have a bunch of sleepovers when you're a kid. Especially, totally. like, when you're raised as a yeah, girl yeah, yeah. or whatever. Sleepovers all the time. My friends would not sleep in the bed with me because I would beat their ass in my sleep. What? I would, like, kick people, punch people. Like, in my sleep, I have no memory of it. And they would be like, yeah, you kicked the shit out of me, so I got out of bed. Um, or, um, what else? Like, I've... Dated people who were like, yeah, I like stayed up later than you, and like you were like vibrating in your sleep. Or <laughs> do you? And I, I don't have any memories of these things, but I do them. How do you treat <laughs> things with your sleep? What do you mean? Is there a way like to stop doing that? Yeah, or like mitigate. Well, I think things. for me, it's usually like my sleep gets worse when my stress gets worse. Okay. So like. Um, I forget, there's like a term for it, but I clench in my sleep, my jaw. Oh, okay. But then I'll have a dream that like, I'm trying to open my mouth and I can't open my mouth and I know I'm clenching. Yeah. (laughs) And I wake up with a sore jaw for a day. Um, 
But that's like that stuff happens more when I'm stressed out. So if okay. I can ease up the stress, then I can fix the sleep. Yeah. For me, I mean, I don't know what other people do. I I know like Mike Birbiglia famously has like a sleepwalking disorder where like didn't he like jump out of a second story no window? Clue. He like jumped out of a second story window one time and like broke his ankle or something when he was like asleep. Yeah. So he sleeps with like mittens on and in like a sleeping bag that like holds him in that his wife has to zip up for him every night. <laughs> Because or else he'll get up and, like, he could do shit sure. in his sleep and, like, not just, know, you know? The fucking Dracula-looking mother. Not looking, but face <laughs> what happens to he Dracula. He has, like, a whole comedy special about it on Netflix, I think. Damn. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had zero... I mean, I struggled to sleep as a teen, and that was mm-hmm. it. Um, so I just have no idea for how, like, looking at Sarah, at this character, you know, what do you do when you start... Having weird dreams? Having weird fucking dreams. And, like, you wake up to... Are her, are her knuckles bruised at all, or like, because there's like scratches on the wall, like we saw. I don't the think trailer. it ever showed her hands, because I don't think at that point she had connected that I'm the one getting up in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. It's like the first time that we see her up in the middle of the night is like the boyfriend got up to like get a glass of water or something, oh, and, and then she was just standing. Turns yeah. around and she's just standing there. Yeah. And then like kind of wakes up and goes back to bed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So nothing weird happens the first time. Okay. And then we see the scratch marks on the wall, and she's just like, weird, like, where did those come from? I don't yeah. know, you know? And then I, it, like, progresses to where, like, eventually she starts losing time. That's, and, like, yeah. we get the one scene where it was, like, 11.04, and she goes to bed. And then she wakes up standing in the middle of the street, like, holding a payphone, and like no idea how she got there, yeah. and gets back, gets all the way back home, walks all the way home, and it's eleven oh six, and she's like, "That's not possible physically." Yeah. Or then there was like the one night where, um, her car goes missing. She thought her car was stolen. Yeah, and it's impounded. And it's impounded, yeah. but like she had previously mentioned how like the garage is locked, so like nobody would be able to get into mm-hmm. the garage, and we saw like how she locks up her steering wheel every time. But then, how is her car stolen? And it's just in an impound. And they're like, we found it in the middle of the road with no gas or whatever. And like, (laughs) so it's like, okay, this is clearly like, it's gotta be me. It's starting to click. It's me. Yeah. So. I don't know. I would have just started searching for help much sooner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, her, I mean, like, just, I I think it does a good job. It, It serves her character well the way she seeks help is to ask Joan Mm -hmm. and in these vague, like Mm -hmm. not telling her what's happening, but just, well, cause I think also, and this actually goes into Alison Breed's real life too, is like her mind state is she knew that her grandmother had mental illness Mm -hmm. and her mother also had depression and committed suicide. Mm -hmm. So she has like this great fear that like, what if that is happening to me? And, totally. like, kind of where, like, you can't trust your own reality because what if you're crazy like your family? <laughs> you know, what if you're... Yeah. What if you've caught it or whatever? So her, in real life, uh, grandma was a paranoid schizophrenic. Alison Bree's real, oh, real yeah. grandma. That's kind of what they brought into this movie, yeah. too. Because even, like, some of the stuff, like, some of the symptoms they give to her grandmother in the movie are, like, paranoid schizophrenic characteristics. Or, like, she wouldn't trust anybody, Mm -hmm. or, you know, she thinks people are watching her, or, you know, blah, 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 stuff like that. Also, in real life, my great-grandmother had Alzheimer's. 
Okay. And so I also am just waiting for the day when I come out with Alzheimer's. <laughs> I am so terrified of getting of dementia, Alzheimer's, yeah. any I'm just terrified of getting old. That's yeah. my big fear. I don't the the age of getting old doesn't really concern me. The body um deteriorating. Yes, that's what I'm afraid because of. I already have a lot of issues. <laughs> that's why I fucking do yoga. That's yeah. literally I'm just like I'm going to fight off physical I already need like multiple surgeries that I can't Terrifying. afford. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, so yeah, that's going to get worse and worse. Yeah, my family is like half and half like either we live to be like 100 years old <laughs> or we die at 40. <laughs> you know, so it's like <laughs> I mean, that's good to know though. Once you hit like 50, you're just like another I'm my, halfway there. Yeah. My mom died uh, like 2 months before her 50th birthday. <laughs> Never mind, you gotta hit like 51. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it could go either way. Um, but yeah, my great-grandma had Alzheimer's, and uh, I feel like it's that gonna is... hit me, because I already have a lot of memory issues anyway. See, like, mine is, my I'll get prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. I, like, everyone has that, and that's, they're on my dad's side, and that's super treatable, and yeah. like, that's not a, a really big worry for me. So, looking back at the movie, too, though, like, I can't imagine even for you, the terror that would come with, like, a severe mental illness mm-hmm. that has been... And, like, schizophrenia is also one of those disorders that doesn't hit you until, like, no. midlife or whatever. Yeah. So you can be totally normal up till then, and then suddenly you're, like, totally oh, wild. Just hearing things yeah. and seeing things. And that's what I mean when I talk earlier about, like, trusting the movie, is mm-hmm. because... It just never, you are Because you never don't want it to that. turn into like, okay, yeah, crazy people are scary, whatever. Yeah, and it really doesn't. <laughs> it's a fine line to do uh, where you are portraying it, but not like uh, making a caricature out of it. Not like stigmatizing it. Yeah, and it, it really does a pretty solid job of making it like you just feel her anxiety about yeah. it. You're not like, oh, what a cuckoo bird. Right. You're like, oh my god, what if it? either case sucks? If yeah. it's aliens, Jesus Christ. If it's your uh, <laughs> mental health, Jesus Christ. Like I don't know which is worse. <laughs> if it's both, oh, hey, it's a party. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> oh boy. So yeah, so I just thought that was kind of like. The way they put it into the movie is really interesting. And, yeah, that's why she's, like, so afraid to, like, seek help is she doesn't want it to be true. She doesn't want to be, like, going crazy like her grandma did. Yeah, it's that whole thing, don't, for me, it's the mechanic. For other people, it's the doctor. It's, like, don't go because then it's diagnosed. Yeah. You you don't have something (laughs) until you're told you have something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, if you never have to fuck with it then you're you just live with it then you're healthy and normal exactly <laughs> if, if you never go to the doctor no, you will always be healthy and normal <laughs> then you're never sick because no one will ever tell you you're sick yeah hell yeah so we've um let's see we've approached this movie in such a way where we've do we go from here nowhere we have <laughs> well, not <laughs> we're but we've kind of covered a lot of things just not like in order we're yeah, kind of yeah. going more by theme um, which is still cool. We should bring up the boyfriend a little bit. Yeah. Just because he contributes later. Yeah, so she, like, is gets set up on a date by her roommate. Her roommate is, like, a college hottie. Yeah, a college hottie. It's a classic co- college hottie. And I... Kind of chatty. <laughs> did they explain 
how they room together because I the whole time I was like this would ne- this is what's unreal about this movie is that these two people would ever room together no she never <laughs> I don't think they ever get into it's it fair but whatever what if it's like a housing like situation if they are in college or like met in college or whatever like it could be like a random could, random roomy sitch it could happen it's a spinal tap thing. <laughs> it could happen <laughs> but it will never happen yeah so that person sets her up on a date with her her boyfriend's roommate. Friend. Yeah, 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 roommate. sure. And her boyfriend is a white rapper, which I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, that was so good. Uh, and he calls his album Baker's Dozen because it had 12 tracks. <laughs> no, 13, right? It only had 12 oh, tracks. yes! That was, like, the whole thing. That's the joke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy's like, um... You know, so are you adding a track or? And he's like, no, it's twelve tracks. It's a baker's, baker's dozen. dozen. <laughs> and he's like, they call it a baker's dozen because you get a free donut or whatever yeah. because that's a baker's. Do- and they're like, where gives you a free donut? <laughs> oh, that was a great gag. Yeah, and yeah. him just like, uh, she's like, honey, play your tracks, play your tracks. And he just in there like rapping his terrible white raps. Oh my god. Okay, that was a great scene. And the dancing. Oh my god. When Allison Brie and her little boyfriend start dancing. Yeah. I died. It was awesome. Because they get like stoned and drunk. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, she knows this character. Because yeah. she dances like her character would dance. It was incredible. It was, it was um, almost on par with the one Friday the 13th. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no clue. What do you mean the <laughs> dancing from Friday the 13th? Okay. Um, the, the first one? The movie? We're going to have to pause to watch this dancing video, and I'll post a link to it. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Okay, I never watched this one. It's Crispin Glover, though. Yeah, and this is incredible. Okay. Okay, so do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. The greatest dance scene of all time in any it's, movie. Yeah, that's better than Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's better than anything. It's so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I still have any of these freaking burps. Yeah. For those who can hear Colin blowing air every five minutes, <laughs> blowing away his Zevia soda burps. <laughs> it's not just Zeev, it's also the, so- the, the gravy from our biscuits and gravy <laughs> breakfast. Oh, we love that. So, uh, yeah, the, the dancing was incredible. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's all. And um, so then they are going to date. They're going to date. He thought she was cool. She thought he was cool. Uh, even though he talked about his ex for, like, the whole night. <laughs> yeah, it was... That's another thing is, like, he is not entertaining or engaging at all. He, like, sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that she... Uh, doesn't get a lot of chance, like, talk to a lot of guys, because she's like, oh my god, he talked to me. What a, like, what a hottie. What a hunk. And it's like, yeah, he didn't do shit. No. He actually was very regular and boring and almost a little shitty. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally (laughs) shitty. He gets drunk and is just like, yeah, I'm not in love with her anymore. And it's like, that's the one thing you do not talk about when you're, like, on a first date, quote unquote. Yeah. 
Um, oh, one thing we didn't mention was when she goes to visit, like, the special needs girl or whatever. Oh, her old friend. Her old friend. And that was, like, such a random, yeah. like, insert. The whole, I feel like the whole horse part of this movie is kind of random, but they randomly, like, show her going to visit this girl who, like, is physically handicapped. Yeah. And probably a little mentally as well. But so then later we get, like, a, a cutback what do you call that? Like a memory scene or whatever. A memory, yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. get a memory of like, it's like even that is so vague. It just looks like she falls off the horse and she's like Megan or like whatever her name yeah, was. Yeah, they don't. Again, like trust this movie. It doesn't tell you anything outright. It just is like uh, yeah. here. Here's what happens. They're kind of implying that the two girls, like her and this girl, were riding horses together, mm-hmm. and then this girl fell off and had some, like, got stomped on by a horse sure. or something, yeah. and that's why she no longer has the horse, and it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> we just didn't need it, I don't feel, so. It just shows how, like, normal this that Sarah it's very was. normal to have a friend fall off a horse and get trampled on. I don't know. <laughs> permanently handicapped by it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just showing trauma. I don't know. You're right. It didn't really need to be done. You know what? My best friend in sixth grade was stepped on by a horse. That's true. Oh, shit. On her chest. And she had the craziest bruise I've ever seen Yo. on her chest. But she was fine. Well, She's big boned. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> she had a little extra cushion for that horse. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay. Anyway, um... Okay, so what what else do we need to say about the boyfriend right now? I mean, he comes Not back now. in later. That's so. what I, was, I thought we should just like hit on because we were. We oh, um, another part of the dreams that we didn't mention, and this is like maybe part of when she starts thinking this could be like a paranormal thing. Yeah, is when she's going to sleep and she's like, "God, my roommate's being so loud." They're like talking all night, ugh, and then finds out the roommate wasn't even home. Totally, yeah. She really starts experiencing auditory hallucinations mm-hmm. first. Um, yeah, and then so it was like a combination of that and then the time, uh, the weird time thing that mm-hmm. we mentioned to where then she's like Googling this, what causes this time yeah. lapse thing. And um, and she says it in the movie too. Like, I didn't think it was, some people said carbon monoxide poisoning and I don't think it's that. And the other thing is aliens. So it's yeah. clearly aliens. <laughs> so she's getting more and more into this alien thing. She's getting into like the clone thing. So, like, she has a picture of her great-grandma where she looks exactly like her great-grandma. Or, no, it's her regular grandma, not great-grandma. Yeah. I'm um, projecting it onto myself because... (laughs) It's an old-timey photo of Alison Brie. (laughs) I have a great-grandma thing, and that's how I relate to the movie. Oh, my God. My great-grandma had, you know, Alzheimer's. I look just like my great-grandma. I have blue eyes, and nobody else in my family has blue eyes except my great-grandma. And uh, I also took my great-grandma's last name. (laughs) Wow. The only thing I know about my great-grandma is she was Italian. My great-grandma was Irish. I know a lot about her, actually. Okay. It's it's actually, she has a crazy life story. She's Irish. You want to pop off? She's Irish. She came over here uh, with her Irish husband, and uh, they had seven kids. And then her husband was like, her husband was like, "Um, actually, I'm going to go be like a train hopper guy. He was a coal miner before that. And then I uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to go hop trains and like be a hobo or whatever. That's what they called them back then. Back when you could just leave <laughs> um, your wife with seven kids. Yeah, so obviously this is like the 40s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like women didn't really have jobs. And um, 
it was like really tough like all the kids had to like drop out of school and get jobs and stuff yeah yeah and then um one day the husband came back like years later and he just like shows up and is like honey you know and uh her son shot him to death because <laughs> he was so pissed about that's what he fair. did that's fair you know what i was about to say this that your great grandpa sounds like a badass <laughs> Uh, but he does, he did get his... So, yeah. Like, that's what's justified. He got what was coming to him, he, I guess. Yeah, if you're gonna <laughs> abandon your family for more than, like, five years... Five years, I guess, that's a With seven point. kids. For seven kids. If you come back, you... When women, like, don't have job, like, you know, back yeah, then. Yeah, you... I mean, even today, if I left Lindsay with seven kids, yeah. they would deserve to kill me when I came back. <laughs> that's, like, I... My dying words would be like, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I took my great-grandma's maiden name when Hell I changed yeah. my last name. But um, she was kind of known to be like this strong, like gregarious, like boisterous, funny woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like, I, one of like the most famous lines my mom always told me that my great-grandma would say would be like, do you have to push when you go poo? <laughs> If you have to push, you're not getting enough fiber. Okay, so... <laughs> so I also love shitting. This movie okay. is about you. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I see it now. I had not made the great-grandmother connection, but now it's just like, oh yeah, you are your great-grandma, probably. Yeah, did, see? Did you ever meet her? Well, I did, but here's the thing. She had Alzheimer's, like oh, I said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her Alzheimer's was so bad that she didn't talk for the last 10 years she was alive. Oh, um, okay. She just sat there, like, with her tongue hanging out, and, yeah. like, people would change her diaper. Like, <laughs> she she didn't talk at all. So I never, like, knew oh, her man. like that, but, like, everybody always tells stories about yeah, her, yeah. and there's, like, my one of my aunts, like, wrote, a, wrote out her life story, <laughs> like, about her and stuff, so, like... So, yeah, I didn't get to know her like that, but I feel like she would have been pretty cool, and that's why she's yeah. probably the only cool member of my family. That's why you <laughs> latched on so hard, yes. So, um, onions, onions, onions. <laughs> anyway, so I'm my great-grandmother. Allison Bree's character is her grandmother. Yeah, this episode's just about your life. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like, this movie was, like, made specifically for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Let's keep this thread going then. Do you believe alien ab- in an alien abductions? I'm not going to start with the aliens yet because that's um, yes, aliens exist. Sure. Yeah. You believe well, in I abductions? definitely believe aliens exist for sure. Yeah. And while I wouldn't say I believe every story about alien abductions, no. Mm-hmm. But do I think probably people have been abducted before? Yeah, maybe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't think aliens have abducted at all. You don't think so? No. I always refer back to the old canceled Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> uh, who had a, a halfway decent quote about this, where he was like, picture, like, ants. Uh, humans don't consider ants. We don't, like, give mm-hmm. them any consideration because they're just so small and insignificant and stupid. Mm-hmm. So when alien, he's like, what if aliens have come to Earth and been like, why would we even interact with these yeah. so underdeveloped creatures? I for sure think aliens have been here, though. And oh, they I have, think I they mean, didn't, too. like, CIA just release? Yeah. They've been releasing they shit. Tried to, they're trying to distract from anything yeah. going on in the world <laughs> that, the, that the FBI or something is just like, aliens do exist. Here's proof. Here's yeah. proof. And everyone's like, we don't care now. Uh, but yeah, no, they definitely exist and have probably been here. Yeah. 
I can at least, like, for sure agree on that much. Like, whether or not alien abductions are real, they might be, they might not be. I guess it's yeah. kind of what I think. I wouldn't, I w- yeah, if I'm wrong. If somebody thought that they were abducted by aliens and really believed that, I would probably be like, okay, I'd listen cool. to. I'd listen to them, yeah. yeah. But I do think, absolutely, there are people who have said, I've been abducted by aliens and are completely lying and being insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yes, <laughs> So, um... Anyway. Yeah. So she is starting to get this idea of being a clone yeah. in her mind. It's kind of a reach when they do it in the movie. Because it's like, do you not know how your grandmother died? Yeah. Or, I don't know. It's a little weird because then you also think about, like, what was Alison Brie as a baby? Like, True. was she ever young? Did she remember her youth? What? Yeah. It, it's interesting enough, but, like, I think it... it they use the clone to kind of serve to show how unhinged she is and willing mm-hmm. to grasp on to, like, any explanation for what's happening to her. Because she's also like, I didn't have a father, I didn't have a grandfather. What do you mean? There's just so... That, and she's like, I look exactly like my She grandma. does look exactly like it, and I was... Maybe she could be a clone. I was willing to... Does she I, think she's a clone, or does she think she is her grandmother? I think she thinks she is her grandmother. I think she thinks she is her grandmother. Yeah. yeah, and that aliens, like, erase her memory or whatever. Yeah. And, um, so I think that... Like, I entertained it when I watched it, but I ultimately think that it doesn't... That, that that's just her grasping on at answers, because I, I don't... If I were going through this shit... I would, especially with fucking time loss, I would just be like, I'll, I'll take anything that tells yeah. me what the <laughs> fuck is happening. Yeah. Um, so also, in her dream that she keeps having, we don't get to see like that much of it, but to her, it's really vivid and it feels scary, is what she mm-hmm. says. And she definitely sees two people in her dream. She looks to her right, she sees a man, she looks yeah, to her left, she yeah, sees yeah, a woman. Yeah. And she ends up finding the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he, like a plumber. Yeah, he's a plumber. And she's like, oh my god, this scene like this is one... so insane when like her stepdad is like, oh, here's some money for your birthday or whatever, and gives her like a fucking wad of hundreds, yeah. okay? What the fuck? Where, <laughs> I get that is, stepdad? where are my parents? <laughs> yeah, I would love to have like... She a gets huge, a couple thousand. Yeah, a couple thousand dollars to buy yourself something nice for your birthday. Uh, Are you kidding me? Check, please. Hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> I would love it. Hello, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait for the next stimulus check. Yeah. So, yeah, he gives her a couple Gs for her birthday, and then she finds the man from her dream, and she's like, do you remember me? He's like, uh, no. And she's like, oh, uh, what are you, a uh, plumber? Uh, I, I need, uh, some pipes. I need pipes. Like, yeah. come over. Like, replace all of my pipes. And just, like, generally says pipes. Like, that could be anything. You know what yeah. I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like, hi, I'd like to hire you for the vaguest job. Yeah. Just come over and look at my pipes. And then when the guy comes for the appointment, first of all, it's not the guy she wanted. But secondly, he has all the pipes that she needs, and he's yep. in the floor, like, taking up pipes. It, like, I... It is such an arduous job, what he's doing. If what he's doing is what I think they were doing, which is 
replacing all the pipes. Yeah. That's a lot of work. You gotta turn water off. You have to, like, each individual pipe replace. You probably have to get permits for that, too, I would think, for, like, how deep they were going. Oh, hell yeah. Like, if you're just replacing, like, the trap under your sink or something, then, like, whatever. But he's, like, literally dug up the floor and, like, is, like, in there. They rent, like, yeah. And they rent, yeah. (laughs) The roommate comes back and is like, we rent! Uh, it's so insane. <laughs> and she's just grilling this guy about the other guy from her dream. Yeah. Which is also creepy. It's, it's like, so unsettling. Do you know where he lives? Do you know when he works? Um, does he work night shift, day shift? You know? <laughs> and it's just, the again, like, it's the most normal fucking people. Like, the, the plumber who she's after is just this normal looking dude. The guy who is there is normal. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. normal as fuck. And she is just throwing it all into chaos into mm-hmm. a tor- like a tornado of insanity you know what speaking of normal people too we haven't talked about molly shannon's character no who i love i lo- her because ca- her character is like if you ever worked a job with someone who's like like 45 to 50 yeah like <laughs> i'm working a retail job exactly retail or i'm thinking like the, the movie service theater or something yeah like the restaurants i've worked where there's randomly been like a 50 year old and yeah. it's just like Okay. I thought about that a lot, like, because there is also scenes of, like, Alison Brie's character at work with, like, a teenager, and she's like, oh, did you text that boy? Oh, what did you say to him? Or, like, whatever. And I I was just thinking, like, you know, of, like, when I worked at a movie theater, and I had, was a teen, and had, like, coworkers who were 50-year-old women or whatever, and, like, that's such a weird, like, how do you... It's such a weird dynamic. Yeah. I'm thinking about, I mean, when I was working a pizza job at 19, and we had a 50, we had a couple 50-year-olds working there, and I remember I had no idea. I was like, what are you doing here? Like, one of them was a gym teacher who only worked here in the summer, and then the other was a woman who lived out of her car, and it was this weird, like, I mean, like, you get a job, you gotta get a job if you have to, but like... It is such a mood, though. It's just, yeah. like, fucking, if you work that kind of job with someone who's, like, 40 years older than you. And, like, how, I can't imagine, like, their perspective of, like, I'm working the same job as, like, a bunch of teenagers, and we're on the same level somehow, yeah. and, like, probably a teenager is also my boss. <laughs> like, oh, without a doubt. Yeah, if you're, if, if we're talking, like, fast food, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, how man. do you do that? It seems well, we'll, we'll insane find to me. <laughs> you and I'll be there. You and I'll be at JC Probably. I'm on that years. track right now, TBH. Um, anybody know a good job? <laughs> I literally offered you one today. That's true. I would have to move states though. Um, <laughs> now it's heating up in here, guys. It is. <laughs> So, uh, oh, there's also a running gag that's such a background thing, but I noticed it, where um, whenever they're at Joanne's, or Great Lengths, or whatever, whenever they're at Joanne's, um, the phone will ring, and Molly Shannon will answer it off screen. She's, Mm -hmm. like, somewhere in the background, and this happens, like, four or five times in the movie, and she'll be like, hello, uh, hello, hello? And, like, like nobody's on the phone. It happens so often in this movie. Who's calling Joanne's? Nobody's ever on the other line. It, like, happens, like, so many times. It's like, aliens. Oh, hello? Hello? You know? It's the aliens. They're trying to get in touch with Sarah. 
I don't know, but it's like su- it's such a funny like background oh, totally, gag. Yeah. It's like okay, Molly, you had your little shining moment in here. I see you. I see you, Molly. You little genius. <laughs> and she is also like such like a sweet and caring friend. Like she seems like an old lady who would work at a craft store. And, totally, you know, like she totally fills it out of this role of like. Molly Shannon definitely fills this role of like the fifty year old. She definitely retail. fills this hole. She fills this hole um, <laughs> with her Joanne with her great lengths. Um, oh my god! <laughs> uh, no, of just like she is sweet and like Allison Brie is always weird as fuck when they talk, mm-hmm. and she is just sweet in response and like. Oh, what are you doing for your birthday? Oh, like, you mm-hmm. just gotta take it easy, blah, blah, blah. You deserve to have a good you time. You deserve to have a good like, time. Yeah. And, like, throughout all of these, like, progressive mental breaks, yeah. she never changes her demeanor. Yeah, she's so sweet. Also, like, speaking of Alison Brie deserving to have a good time, when she's like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, go out with some friends from my Zumba class, and then yeah. she's, like, too shy to, like, ask anybody to hang. I get it. It was so cute. I would be too scared to ask anyone of the Zumba class I went to to hang out. Yeah. It was a cute scene. Though. I also thought it was cute that they referenced Zumba. Something that I don't think people do anymore. I think they do, actually. Who's doing Zumba? Uh, it's a, it's chicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to force me to do Zumba video workouts when I was a kid. Wow. And, yeah. You know how moms are. They always force you to go on diets and exercise. <laughs> my mom just did. See, my mom did the diets and the exercise videos, and mm-hmm. I would just yeah. watch her do it. Because them. you're a man. Yeah, so I didn't have to do You were them. exempt from having to worry about your weight. <laughs> I already had muscles. <laughs> So, my weight was uh, very closely policed growing up. Good God. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll get into that next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Another layer of the onion. Anybody else have padlocks on their cabinets? No, just me? Cool. You've brought that up before. You've brought... <laughs> Never mind. We've been... We've peeled this layer. <laughs> Love that for me. Um, so, <laughs> so, in the movie... So... Eventually, she actually gets to have a real date with the guy. Yeah. They go to dinner. They're, like, chatting. They're having a great time. Yeah. And then she's like, what do you think about the paranormal? <laughs> and he... And he's like, sure. You know, paranormal can be real. Yeah. You know, whatever. Ha ha ha. Something I've definitely said on, like, a date before. Yeah. And you're just like, ha ha ha, ghosts, aliens. Sure. Sure, whatever. Yeah. We literally just said it a second ago. You believe in aliens? Sure. Ha ha ha. Yeah. (laughs) But she goes, like, so deep. And she starts to get, like, really manic here. Mm -hmm. And, like, going really wild. And she's like, I have to take you somewhere. It's going to be such a fun surprise. Yeah, like, projects on (laughs) him him that because he has accepted and validated her feelings about the paranormal that he must also be like he'll believe everything yeah if he believes in you know aliens then he's definitely gonna believe what i've got to show yeah he if he thinks that aliens could be real he will definitely believe me when i tell him i am my dead grandmother (laughs) and i'm being abducted by aliens The closest, for some reason, this just reminded, when I watched it, it reminded me of the time I was talking to a girl on Tinder a couple of years ago, and, um, Wow, brag, okay. Yeah, not to brag, and, <laughs> and she brought up, she was like, do you believe in conspiracy theories? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure, like, I'll definitely entertain conspiracy yeah. theories, and she was like, 
Yeah, the moon landing was absolutely fake. I 100% believe it. And you're an idiot <laughs> if you think it wasn't fake. And I was like, oh, man, okay, not these ones. She also firmly believed that Courtney killed Kurt, which oh. is just based in sexism. Yeah. So that's a bullshit and one. Sad, yeah. But, and I also, though, was kind of thinking about, I mean, this movie made me think about, like, when something crazy really does happen, how do we treat these people? You know, totally. like, I just said that I believe in alien abductions, but if somebody came up to me and was like, you know, abducted by aliens and I'm missing time, I'd be like, okay, cuckoo. Yeah, somebody. we need to call someone. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any friends or family we can contact? Like, <laughs> totally. You know, and so it's, and all- it's the same, like, I think about this a lot with, like, um, sorry not to go in on Christianity, but like, because they believe that Jesus is coming back. Mm-hmm. But how many people have come and said, yeah, I'm Jesus reincarnated. Oh. And people are like, you're fucking crazy, I thought, dude. I think you about know? that all the time. So, like, yeah. it's like we think these things could be real, but we'll never believe someone who no. says they are. So, like, no. it's just kind of, I don't know, makes you think. I mean, what if God was one of us? You know? <laughs> just a stranger on the bus. Okay, you've already um, ragged on me like three times for quoting 90s tunes today. So this is honestly. Yeah, but this is like a top tier one. <laughs> okay, Chumba Wumba is top tier, <laughs> and uh, I'm angry that you are suggesting that they're not. <laughs> Name one other Chumba Wumba song. <laughs> you only need the one, it's all in the counts. Uh, I've listened to other Chumba Wumba songs. I'm sure I you have. Uh, can't remember any. Anarcho punk days? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, <laughs> where Anyway. Are so, oh yeah, so she's like, um, I gotta take you somewhere, I gotta take you somewhere, mm-hmm. and takes him to the guy's house, and she's like, just look at this man eating dinner with his family. Yeah. You know what? Here's the other thing. In movies, people always have a dining table directly in front of a huge picture window. Where are we right now? <laughs> we are at a dining table. We're in a sunroom, not a dining room, but we are in front of... Two huge windows. <laughs> that is honestly insane. But okay, besides Colin's personal house, <laughs> this is never like true in real life. Like you have a huge dining table right in front of a huge picture window with no curtains or Could anything wrong. on it, and they eat with their family around the table. Oh my god, no I'm curtains in this room. Take a pic of this fucking table. <laughs> Honestly insane that I was just saying that and we literally are sitting at a table in front of a picture window. Yeah, it rocks. Um, but, you know, so it's like people are just down to be spied on constantly. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's just That's like, why we're here. and they're always in front of the window too. It's like, he could be in the shower. No, he's out there eating dinner. Oh, in the yeah. Window. <laughs> All day long. Um, so, yeah, she's like, look at this man. Isn't this cool? <laughs> this man's in my dream. It's so <laughs> <I'm a clone. laughs> unsettling. She's just like, what's it called? Like avala- like snowballing. Like getting yeah. more and more intense, more and more intense. It gets really cringy around here. Not cringy in, the, in like the typical sense it's used right now, but like it's really tough to watch her on this date steadily being mm-hmm. like spiraling down and just you're like, oh, why are you showing... Your boyfriend, the house of a stranger. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then she's like, one more place, one more place. No. And then this last place they go to is really where it's just like, like I said earlier, like you just feel for the, for, um, you see the guy kind of like realizing, oh, I thought this chick was cool and fun and yeah. she's insane actually. Yes. Um, and, but he goes along with her to the second place too, to the cemetery. Yep. And uh, that's where she's like, 
you're gaslighting me, <laughs> basically. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, well, you said you thought aliens were real, and now you think I'm crazy? That's not fair. <laughs> well, because she starts saying that they need to dig up her oh, yeah. mom so yeah. that they can compare DNA. Yeah. It's the only way to test if she's a clone. He's very understandably not on board with yeah. that. Yeah. And she wants to dig up her mom with, like, a knife from her purse it's or something? It's not much. Like, yeah, it's really, like... It looks like, like a letter opener. It doesn't even look like a knife. <laughs> there's nothing... And I just fucking read Pet Cemetery where they describe the uh, burial process, and you have to have some heavy... You have to have a shovel, because there's, like, stone over the grave. Mm-hmm. She's not getting to that grave with just her knife and spoon. No. Like, even, yeah, just, like, digging a hole to, like, bury a plant is, like, pretty intense work. Yeah! <laughs> It's like more intense than you think it will be. <laughs> you think as manic as she is at this point, she'd be a little bit more planned out. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't <laughs> want to dig up her dead mom, unfortunately. Um, it just is what it is. You know, not everyone's into that. Uh, not everyone's just, you know, down to climb like that. Yeah. Um, so um, they're not a match made in heaven. Oh, and she threatens him with scissors. Does she? Yeah. She goes on about being gaslit. Yeah. And kind of threatens him. Not not like, I'll kill you, but just like is holding them. Oh, because she's, she's like screaming like, he's hurting me. Get away from me. Help. Yeah. Because she, <laughs> like, she is just in massive decline at this point. Uh-huh. Um, and Oh, the next scene is wild too. Yeah. When she goes back to her apartment and she's like freaking out and then she goes to take a shower. When she comes out of the shower, she's actually at Joanne's naked. Yeah. So we're like, okay, she's losing time. She's losing her, like, grip on reality and, like, doesn't even know where she is, how she got there. She goes to get in the shower because she comes out of Joanne's and she's standing in Joanne's fully nude. Yeah. And um, then, like, wakes up or whatever and is screaming. (laughs) Yeah. And Molly Shannon is so sweet to her. So sweet, Like, her employee is naked in the store but molly seems to have some kind of some at least a vague concept of that uh allison Bree's character has mental illness in her family yeah Yeah. and it's just like immediately goes up wraps her in great lengths yeah um and in the fabric that had a positive vibe or whatever (laughs) we didn't even talk about that (laughs) jesus fabrics can't have vibes they might. They do. Fabrics do have vibes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Colin begrudgingly admits that a vibe exists. <laughs> I found fucking Lindsay yesterday. Lindsay like tweaked her back and is like, hey, because Lindsay's fucking money bag, she's like, I'm just going to get a massage. I'm going to see if I can get a massage somewhere today. And gets it at a place called Massage Vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? You're going to name your massage store with the word vibes? Yeah. Just call it Great Rubs. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so she's naked. So she's naked. She's looking great. Yeah. But this, I will admit, did not get horny. No. Because this is not a time to get horny, folks. Not a horny part, no. Yeah, she's just like really having like a mental break and... That's where you see it. You saw what we saw in the trailer where she's like on the phone and the phone is like saying what happens right before it happens. Yeah. Molly Shannon is like talking to her, but Allison Brie is hearing her on the phone. Before she says in real life what she's going to say. She's like, I'm hearing the future. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like Molly Shannon was really trying to like 
okay, let's just, like, calm you down and get you home. But Alison Brie is... She's too far gone. Like, <laughs> she she had to end up calling the cops or whatever. Yeah, to, she needs to be put... In, yeah. Like, at this point, it's like she needs to be hospitalized. Yeah, so she does get hospitalized. Um, and all, she has, like, a great therapist in the yeah. hospital. How Pro- do I get this guy number? <laughs> Produ- okay, this was fucking wild because I... Movies, I've talked about this because I've been listening back. I talk about it on Little a lot, my issue with social workers. Yeah, yeah. In movies. Colin loves to pop off on social workers. <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah. Because all he does is, like, he never negates her. Mm-hmm. He all, because, like, a big part of social work is literally just letting people have their, because they're only going to work with what they're willing to work with. So if someone posits something to you, you can't just be like, that's not what's happening. Yeah. You need to do this. People then... want to be heard and want to be understood, yes. ultimately. So ultimately, you have to, the social worker has to say, like, so I've got someone who thinks they've been abducted by aliens, so how do I help them move along in the normal world while they continue to accept this? Yeah. Um, and so he does this really great... The, it's producer Jay Duplass uh, in this role, and he j- is outstanding. And it's only, like, a scene, but I just... While watching, I was like... That's how a good social worker or counselor does mm-hmm. it, is they just listen to you and they're yeah. like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Yeah. Yeah. I famously had a first meeting with a therapist uh, like a week ago and did not receive this amount so of sorry. care, I would say. <laughs> Mostly received blank stares. I don't want to go off on counselors and social workers, but it's not hard to do. Literally all you have to do is listen to people and be yeah. like, I'm so sorry. And that's it. You're a plus social worker. Yeah. Everyone just that. wants to be heard and told that, <laughs> that like, yeah, their life is hard. Yeah. So, um, but he, yeah, he seemed really nice and warm and caring and mm-hmm. great. And, uh, he is going to be my therapist now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> when she's in the mental hospital, she like goes to sleep and all the crazy stuff. Is it like her dream? It's like kind of like now we don't know what's reality and what's a dream. It's we like don't. we're really in her perspective on yeah. things um, at this point. So like it seems like what happens is like she goes to sleep and has this dream and we're watching what's happening in her dream where like she leaves the mental hospital, like goes to rob the fabric store and take all the good vibe fabric and oh, makes yeah. herself a little, like, jumpsuit with, like, a full mask and everything out of this, like, posi-fab. And, uh, posi-fab. <laughs> that just came right out. Um, and, um, and uh, she's, like, running around. <laughs> Her running in this, like, little jumpsuit is yeah. hysterical. <laughs> She goes to, like, have sex with her boyfriend at one point, and it turns into the guy from Criminal Minds uh, banging yeah, her. Yeah, it just goes, like... And then he makes his own jumpsuit, and then they cover the whole house in this posi fab. <laughs> it goes off at this point. She, in her little dream, crawls into bed with her disabled friend. Yeah. And they're, you know, oh, you're here, haha, and then they go to sleep. In the dream. And then when she wakes up, she's in bed with the other girl who it turns out was the girl that she's been dreaming about from the abductions. Mm -hmm. And what she gets out of this girl, I mean, because she's kind of like, why are you here? Why are you here? Do you remember me? Why are you here? And the girl is like, look, I like am 
from 1995, and mm-hmm. then I went to sleep, and I woke up, and now it's whatever year it is, and all the buildings are different. Nobody believes me. Yeah. It's the first, like, confirmation yeah. of anything mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, something is weird. Yeah. And you really, it's a huge, like, chunk to buy. It's like on. a twist. It's a good twist. Yeah. And, like, she says in the movie, too, that, like, her grandmother, uh, Alison Bree's grandmother, mm-hmm. always thought she was from the future, and she had weird things with time, and nobody believed her. And so, um, Alison Bree maybe was always herself in her time and then got moved back in time and moved forward in time, or yeah. who knows? It's kind of like what they're positing here. And then she's like, look, I believe you. And then, wow, they're going to be like mentally healthy together, right? Maybe. <laughs> who knows? And she's just also losing time in the hospital. Like, what the doctor was like, oh, it's your third day here. And you're she's 72 like, hours, yep. No, I've only been here one day. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. She has no idea she's been there for three days. Yeah. And um, so when she gets out, she goes full granny style on him. Um, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean full granny style? <laughs> she gets, she dresses up just like the picture. She like wears her, gran- oh, yes, yes, her grandmother's does. dress. She like p- curls her hair and like the no, um, finger mean. curls or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like puts on the red lipstick, dress full granny style. I didn't know what you meant, but yes, she does go full <laughs> granny style. She does. She goes full granny style, grabs the horse. Yeah. Uh, they go off into the woods, and um, she lays down on the ground and gets fully abducted into the yep. spaceship. Yep, spaceship sh- shows up and abducts her. She's kind of like, take me, and they do take her. And it, it's cool, like, watching her body, like, be sucked up like yeah. that with, like, you know, the way it hangs and everything. It's like a cool shot. Totally. Okay, did you ever see Safety Not Guaranteed with Aubrey Plaza? And um, I Plaza? saw it in theaters, and I would say I remember nothing about it. That's good. <laughs> it's the same fucking style as this, though, because and it's the same producer. Safety Not Guaranteed, uh, 2011 movie with Aubrey Plaza, Mark Duplass, and the guy from New Girl. Basically, though, it's like the same thing where like there's some there's like something supernatural potentially happening and that's never confirmed until the last minute mm-hmm. of the movie where it's just like this where like her getting sucked up at the end is this like even though you see it no one else is around there so you're still kind of left with this did it happen is this her brain because nothing you know it completely breaks reality yeah or a little bit right before this with her mental breakdown and so you're really like despite them showing you all this and I, I know I even called it a confirmation earlier. It's the movie never tells you mm-hmm. what it what it what is and what isn't. I kind of was just like, yeah, it's real and this is sick. <laughs> no, I was too. I was totally because you want it to be. Yeah. So you're just like, and all it's right, such it's a twist because the whole movie you're just like, wow, it's kind of like sad watching this person like dive into mental illness and yeah. you know whatever. But then you're like, oh, she was right the whole time, and that's like kind of where I get on that thought of like when slash if this stuff like does actually happen to people Mm -hmm. how does everyone else interpret it you know um so that's yeah that's kind of where that came into play yeah yeah it ruled yeah and then roll creds well then the horse uh takes one manch of grass okay and then roll creds And I wrote a note, the soundtrack really fucks. <laughs> I don't remember the soundtrack a bit. I think there was like an Angel Olsen track on the kids okay, or something. Okay. But <laughs> I don't know. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> 
I yeah, I loved this movie. I did too. I thought it was a perfect movie. It was great. It was it's outstanding, and yeah. it does a great job of not letting you feel unfulfilled at the end. Yeah. Because even though there is... I came. <laughs> yeah, no. This movie at least gets you to completion. It's kind enough to like, oh, we, I know we kind of, you know, tugged you around from here to there. And, we did a rub here, a tug there. Uh, but, you know, we'll give it to you at the end. Um, you, you know, like, even though I'm describing the ambiguity of, of reality with it, it's you still feel like at least they give you enough to, like, sit with and be like, okay, like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's outstanding. So what would you rate it? For me, it gets four stars. Four stars. I think I'm going to go five. I don't know. I, I just loved this that's movie. That's fine. No, it's, I can definitely see. It doesn't get that fifth star for me just because there's, like, I don't know. I could use a little more with it. Yeah. I don't know. I could use a little more tie the horse thing together. Yeah. Uh, I guess that would be like my main complaint is that the horse thing is strange. Yeah. I could just... Should I go down to four and a half? No, you you keep it at five. You call it a perfect movie. I think it is a perfect... Well, I just found it so like... It was so entertaining to watch. All the characters were so cool and and perfect. Um, It was the right amount of like spooky and... Fun and whimsical. Totally. And, um... What's it clocking in at? 1.03. That's hour 40. Yeah. Good run time. Bada bing, bada boom. And, It's uh, great. Yeah. It's a great movie. Thought it was great. Yeah. You recommend people see it? Absolutely. Yeah, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. That. Yeah, everyone has Netflix. Message us if you don't have Netflix. You can have mine. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that, I guess. Do we have any more thoughts on that movie? Um... No, I'm good. What about yeah, you? Yeah, no. You, f- you feel at touch with your great-grandma? Ooh, yeah, my great-grandma rising from the old grave. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a seance letter. And... Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> now it's time for... Screen Vomit. So, yeah. Colin, what the frig have you been watching? I've been watching uh, Lindsay and I are still watching Real Housewives in New York which I am now pro I like it now I did it first... get queer Housewives of New York one of the housewives I heard was getting queer uh no well we're behind we're watching like seasons from like, oh. 2013 right now okay well maybe it's queer now maybe it is uh, I think I thought it was New York but, but I, I hit know. the point in New York I've basically with all Bravo reality shows I hate them with a burning passion for like the first two seasons Lindsay watches them and I like to the point where I have to like put headphones on when she's watching <laughs> because I just yell like I literally I'll be like I hope that person dies <laughs> like what a horrible horrible piece of shit that character is um and then eventually I'm like okay they rock like yeah they, they <laughs> like yeah they, I, so I've hit that point with New York Real Housewives in New York that it rocks now but uh beyond that we watched um Spinal Tap I did like my yearly mm-hmm. viewing of Spinal Tap okay. and it just holds up that's it. It's just one of the fucking funniest movie ever. Every fucking bit hits. It's so good. What? Go rewatch Spinal Tap because you 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 deserve to have fun. Mm-hmm. A la Molly Shannon. Great That's play. what I've been watching. Yeah. What about you? Um, I actually watched two shows that are have almost exactly the same premise. <laughs> Parenthood and <laughs> no. <laughs> the slap. I will never watch Parenthood again. Oh my god, nightmare. The first show I would say. 
uh, hesitant to even give it the airtime, called Alone Together, um, yeah. which is a Hulu show. It was made by the Lonely Island guys. Okay. But yeah, wouldn't recommend the show. Oh. Well, first of all, it has a canceled guy on it. It has um, Chris Delia. Oh, okay. He's like uh, a he's insufferable. He's like make. a B character, so he's like not really like in it all the time, but he's in it. That's a drag. And uh, well, I guess I should say the premise uh, of both of these shows is kind of like a man and a woman who are best friends, but there's absolutely nothing sexual between them. They are comedians, and they are trying to get somewhere with that. I guess is kind of what it boils okay. down to. Yeah. So um, in this, in Alone Together, they're both straight people. They're just best friends. They've been best friends forever. There's no sexual thing between mm -hmm. them. And, you know, whatever. Chaos ensues, I guess. Sure. But I've since, like, I was really curious about the two stars of it because um, never heard of them, never seen them in anything okay. else. I was like, and their age is really ambiguous. So I was like, I can't tell how old these people are supposed to be. So I was looking them up. Lindsay and... loves this Esther Pavitsky. Oh, really? Yeah. We, what I found out was Esther is 32, mm -hmm. but she looks like she's 20. <laughs> and um, the guy cannot find his age online anywhere. Yeah. But also, he seems like a huge asshole. Sure. Um, there's, like, interviews with Esther saying that, like, when they met, uh, he was bullying her. <laughs> cool. Like, would say stuff like she would show up for an open mic and he'd be like, mm, no, we need someone, like, who's actually hot to go on before you or something like this. Cool. And, um so yeah, and I read through his Twitter. It just seems like an asshole. And then I Esther has a podcast, and yeah. I listened to an episode of it. Oh my god, it's uh, unbearable! <laughs> it's unbearable. She's so like self-centered and like only thinking about I don't know. She just like people think I'm like such a huge star, and I'll give you advice on you know everything or yeah. you know I don't know. Can't stand it. Very just the world revolves around her. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Hate to recommend that show, um, and I don't. <laughs> All right, not, don't <laughs> but it is kind of like a nothing show to like throw on, and it's sure. funny every once in a while. So the other show that I watched with, that has basically the same premise that came out first uh, was Difficult People with uh, Billy Eichner. Okay. From Billy on the Street, yeah, it's like him and his like straight lady friend. Oh, what's that fucking show called? Difficult People. <laughs> okay, I didn't hear you say it. Sorry, I was texting. Yes, I know that one. <laughs> Both shows are on Hulu. Mm. Um, Difficult People has more shows. I think there's like three or four seasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, but it's, I would say Difficult People seems like a better show, but it's a little too smart for me. <laughs> like They're just making reference after reference and like name dropping celebs in their jokes oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah. And like, I would say about 80% of it is over my head, but I still find it entertaining <laughs> somehow. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it's kind of fun. Anyway, those shows were fun. And I also watched The Wrong Missy. Have you I got no clue what that with is. With David Spade and um, Lauren Lapkus. <laughs> no, do not know about that. This is a new movie that just came out on Netflix this year. Word Missy? The Wrong Missy. Wrong Missy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have to have seen at least the poster for it. Because it's like Lauren Lapkus... Um, Basically, uh, giving a lap dance yeah, to like twerking. Uh, yep, twerking on David Spade's lap. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know how. I, is it worth watching? Because like David Spade. I know. Is David Spade. Yeah, and he still is David Spade. I would say. Yeah. Um, it's very like I would just say it's very generic. Like okay, you can guess the premise just by looking at it. Probably <laughs> you can guess everything that happens in the movie. He's fifty six. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> David Spade, TBT, and also currently uh, T. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty like generic, goofy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I texted the wrong girl to come on a date with me, and this one's crazy, you know? <laughs> That's cool. I guess I'll watch it. Lauren Lapkus, I think this character is like kind of perfect for her, but yeah. the character is terrible. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. It's very like um, bad TV movie yeah. kind of vibe, but it's also just like something goofy to throw on, you okay. know? It didn't piss me off, I guess. There you <laughs> so... go. That's, what, that's the barometer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much what I watched. Mostly bad Baller. shit. Yeah, you ain't watch good shit at all. <laughs> nope, no good shit. Well, I'd say Difficult People probably is a good show. I just uh, am not smart enough for it quite. <laughs> yes, you are. Shut up. All right, whatever. All right, so uh, so yeah, that's what we've been watching. Cool. Is there freaking anything else we need to say? I got nothing. Except um, that dog's back. Ooh, there's a dog walking down the street. So uh, yeah, I guess you know, follow us on all the things, man. Yeah. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, Facebook, oh, and now yeah. Twitch at Screen Vomit. One word on all the things. Give us a little rating on your app. Uh, five stars, baby. Um, yeah, only five star ratings. <laughs> only five stars. If you have less than that, don't don't we don't want it. Don't do that. <laughs> Subscribe on your podcast app. Uh, send us an email at screenmomentpod at gmail dot com. Uh, tweet us with your thoughts on this movie or other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, suggest movies, etc. Um, and that's all for us, that's baby. It. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. bye bye.